Hey, everybody. Welcome to Free For All, your source for all things geek. High I'm, energy show tonight, I folks. I had to catch my breath. Shut the fuck up. For sitting up straight? It was hard. Hey, he's down 22 pounds. I'm your host, Elliot. Joining me as always is Chuck Nally and this other motherfucker sitting next to him. <sighs> I gotta catch my breath one second. Someone can call, call him Josh, but I don't. I just call him slightly was, racist. That what? yawn was exhausting. You're supposed to say yawn when you do bodily functions. Welcome back. That's true. You're right. I forgot. Sneeze. It's a shit show of a show this afternoon, evening, night. It is the Thanks, shittest Truman. show. What? It is the shittest show. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. The Truman Show. Uh... Timely joke. That movie's <laughs> only 20 years old. I don't give a fuck. Uh, let's just jump right into some TV let's do that it. me and Chuck watched. <laughs> um, no, I think actually Josh did the premieres this, this week. So I did. Good on you. Um, let's start with the giant beast that is the global economy. Cal yeah. Turns out is also a television show. Uh, isn't it uh, this giant beast that is the global economy? Uh, that's oh. not what Evan has here. So, so he's wrong, but you, I'm Evan. pretty sure it is. Uh, who I'm knows? Either it. way, this is a documentary series on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, who search giant beanbag instead? One cow pen. <laughs> no, it's gonna be somebody's enlarged nutsack. <laughs> uh, this is basically him kind of going. Nope, you're wrong, Josh. I'm looking at it right there. It says this giant beast. Oh god, I was so happy for just a second. I was so happy. You're colorblind to words, also. <laughs> Turns out. Um, I'm glad I'm not word blind. Cal Penn going through like a documentary type series, talking to people about. It's not a documentary like series. It's a documentary. It is in series. fact a documentary series. I or docu series for short. He opened Kinda a like biopic. He opened a shell company to launder money in Cyprus. He did. Um, that was, and I'm assuming each episode will obviously be pertaining to a different thing. But this first episode is specifically how easy it is to launder money uh, to open up shell companies in foreign countries. So much so that all you really Greece. need is a cab driver to sponsor your company. Apparently, if that man, for I, like seventy five hundred dollars, I've actually listened to a podcast that recently did a very similar thing where they like went and opened up their own shell company and everything else. It is the easiest fucking thing of all time to do. Um, I wonder how Shell feels about that. In the gas place. they're probably all right with it. They probably also have shell companies. Environment. Who gives a shit? Turns out for Shell. Yeah, the Shell Shell Company. Yeah. Okay. Got shell it. squared. Right. What if it was run by Shelly Long? Oh. I mean, Cube one shell. can only hope. <laughs> I, I hope the company would sell uh, shells down by the seashore. No, that's that's reserved <laughs> for she. Ellie. She Ellie. She Ellie. Yes. She Ellie sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> With a quickness. <laughs> the show was interesting. Um, it, yeah, it was definitely cool. I'm, I'm going to watch more of it. I don't know. I don't know if it held my interest quite enough. Um, oh, yeah. Did Evan send anybody keeper cuts? Nope. Somebody send him a uh, text or something. I don't phone. You don't phone? Yeah. It is technology, to be fair. Does Does Cal Penn also sound like it could be like a Ivy League school? Oh, yeah. Where do you go? Oh, I go to yeah, Cal Penn. I know, Cal Penn. Yeah, I'm getting a uh, law degree from Cal Penn. Yeah, I don't, you know. Kappa, I, met, I met my wife at yeah. uh, Cal Penn. Cal Alpha Psi. Yeah, that's where I pledged, you know. Yeah. Over at Cal Penn. Play a little, uh, play a little lacrosse, Cal Penn. Yeah, we're, letter. we're not one of those fucks over at Cal Penn State, though. Fuck those guys. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What the fuck I do? Just right. not uh, titles for this episode. Anyway. It doesn't matter. He wants it for posterity. I so. do. I did the last one's count. Um, this is a um, soft keep for me. 
I, I find it interesting. I, I didn't have it didn't have like the biting humor that I was expecting. <laughs> that one guy uh, who stabbed a guy with a wine glass or whatever, a wine flute. Yeah, um, he was interesting. He was. Uh, the biggest thing to me is I literally maybe two months ago essentially heard this documentary, this particular part of the documentary. So you want to see form. what the rest of it's about? Instead? I want to watch at least one more episode and see if he tackles some stuff I haven't just recently learned a bunch about. No, also, he's kind of retreading. For to me. me, it's the kind of show that can get real scary real quick. I mean, yeah. Do you guys think that like? Criminals and in, in training or like watching this. And oh, I like, think they have like notepads. Yes, legal bound. Possibly. College also, ruled. they could just Google it in like eight seconds. Yeah, but Googling it is going to wind up putting you on some kind of fucking list. It's doesn't, not illegal to set up a show wait, company. But doesn't this giant beast that How is the global? How to launder money is going to flag? Doesn't, I mean, I'll type that right now. Do it. Like, okay. <laughs> it's going to be on your internet. It's like the beer doesn't already have you on a watch list. <laughs> anyway, doesn't this giant beast that is the global economy sound like an economics class they teach at Calpen? Yes. <laughs> yes. You can major. Hey, I did it. Guilty as child. Hey, look, Business Insider. Like yeah. A very legitimate publication. Uh-huh. First thing that pops up, Beginner's Guide to Money Laundering. Got click on it, and there's going to be is the FBI wee, is coming wee. to your house. Nope. Just a website showing me how to launder money. And porn, I see. Ooh. I didn't know you were using Josh's computer. <laughs> this isn't his PlayStation 4. Still none on the computer, sir. Yeah. If you mean N-U-N, like none porn, then yes. Oh, there's some weird shit like that out there. That's not that weird. <laughs> oh, that's not even kind of weird compared to some of the shit you can find on the internet. Yeah. Just like where they have on, like on a trace secret costume? flash drives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's like pretty middle of the road. Uh-huh. Standard stuff. I've seen that too. Nuns in the middle of the road. Yeah. Porn. Yeah. Google that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Why is this happening? Huh? I don't know. Some people like to see uh, nuns get fucked in the middle of the road. Yeah. That's what Or do happening. the fucking. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a give and take. Throat cancer. Uh, next up. Uh, so, keep or cut? I don't know if you guys oh, said. Oh, cu- I'm going to cut. Probably cut. And we don't know from Evan. Um, moving on. He's going to cut it because it's too preachy. Uh, let's talk about the other Amazon uh, Prime uh, premiere this week. Uh, the Widow, starring one Kate Beckinsale. Missed out it. Out of nowhere. Missed it. Uh, Chuck fucked up and didn't watch this. I missed this one. And by that I mean, eh, because it's all right. Sorry, I fell asleep. What? So you didn't like it? No, it was boring as fuck. Um, it was definitely slow. Kate Beckinsale's hot, though. This is basically she's less hot in this show than she's ever been. Oh no, she's aging a bit. <gasps> it's true. She's not an ageless wonder. She's no Tilda she's Swinton. A fucking vampire. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good God. Um, yeah, I just I I didn't find any of this compelling. Like, I don't so, know. That's so why I disagree. Is... It's yeah, basically the story of her um, yeah. husband is involved in a plane crash. She uh, is told that he is dead. And then towards the uh, what am I freshman into the first show, first episode basically uh, realizes that he may in fact not be dead, and mystery ensues. So not the widow because there's a guy in an orange hat that was on the news, and he was wearing an yeah. orange hat five years ago. Was it a Tennessee ball game? No, that'd have been funny. Just <laughs> see a bunch of people in orange hats. <gasps> One million of my husband. There's some like. <laughs> <laughs> what are those odds are? What are those? It has to be him. 
Um, um, good. Like, there's like a weird side plot going on with two little African kids who are like guerrilla warfare and training. Toe in the line, Josh. <laughs> Fuck you, man. They're kids in Africa. You being... said Africa. Yeah. I mean, dude. Oh, fuck you. That's what you're doing now. <laughs> this joke isn't remotely funny. It's never been funny. Oh, it's always funny. I literally can't think of when it hasn't been funny. Uh, this show was kind of boring. five seconds ago. The, uh, the story was slightly intriguing, especially towards the end. I was like, oh, like this mystery might be cool. But I'll never watch another episode of this again. Yeah, I will. I it's couldn't cut. have cut this fast enough. I consider it uh, a gift to Evan that I finished this show fully in terms of the first episode. I'm sure he's hashtag blessed. He should feel that way. He should. Um, also, we all should for watching this next show, One Whiskey Cavalier. Yay! I love this show. The That's show's fun. It's great. It, also, it, God damn it, Lord Cohen is hot. She's real hot. She is. She's real hot. Man, Turns she, out she's an attractive she, she lady. She'd be popping. Yeah. She slaps. She, she, yeah, she does. I got nothing. I'm not millennial enough. That checks out. Yeah. Um, mm. I think the show is a lot of fun. I think the chemistry is great between the two of them. I think that um, the Ooh. whole crew together, like I was hoping that they were not going to do like the What's first episode. Uh, everybody hates Chris. No, 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 no. That black kid? Wasn't he the also on the uh, Whiskey Cavalier down? himself. Uh, Sean from Scrubs. Oh, yeah. It was him. Yeah. But uh, that black kid was also on um, Walking Dead, too. I'm pretty sure they killed him on that show, though. That's racist. He looked super... No, it's not. He looked super... Like, he got ripped to pieces. It was gross. I like him a lot. Anyway, um... It also has, um... Uh, the FBI profiler chick. I liked that, like, at the end, they're like... They're like a cool little five man team. Um, they're gonna be. That's what I was saying. Like solving some mysteries and shit. A lot of times, like the first episode has like this introduction of a character it's who's like the brand new Scooby Doo. Like never really brought back again or anything. Like the, he was just the first target or whatever for them, and like I didn't think they would be yeah. bringing him back. I do like that he is sticking around. Yeah, the ca- I like the cast. It's very light hearted show. I didn't expect the FBI girl in New York who was only on the phone the entire show to be part of the team. Now, I didn't either. That's what I liked about it. Or that other guy that just kind of showed up at the end. I mean, yeah, I he, know was he was there for like, like that handler. one scene. He was a like a little bit. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, wasn't the guy who was like the his like best friend or whatever that was banging his ex or whatever. Ex-fiance. Wasn't he in another show that we watched? Probably. Wasn't he in like Widow or something? He was the in The Walking Dead. All right, play talk. Cool. He got killed. Anyway, most people um, in The Walking Dead do. This is a fun show. I I may try. Is it twenty two episodes though? No, no, not this late in the season. Not a back order. Okay, good. I may try and like binge it before the award shows. Um, I'm I'm not going to keep up with it week to week. I will, but it's definitely fun. Shit, it's worth uh, it's worth checking out for anybody who likes. That's why I can't get all these other binge shows. The castle formula. (laughs) It's not exactly the castle formula, but it's at all. How is it the castle formula? Because of the Everybody Hates Chris kid? Yeah, totally. No, it's a fun, charismatic boy-girl, uh, like... Awkward, Harry yeah. Harry met Sally. Yeah, the but with guns. Attract. Yeah, she's just not a uh, writer. Of books. Yeah, or of dick. She might be, I don't know. I just thought we were yeah. finishing your sentence because Chuck, or because Trey did like three times in a row. Oh, did you? I did. You always like to finish my... Sandwiches. Frozen? You went Frozen? I enjoyed that movie. That's a pretty funny line. 
It's all right. You would also eat my you know sandwiches. <laughs> Only if Don't it's under 230 calories, goddammit. He's down 22 pounds on the 700-plus credit score. Oh, yeah. I'm, Trey's I'm, living his I'm best life. Hashtag hard. blessed. 800, he doesn't know what's about to fucking hit it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, last but not least, uh, new NBC original, um, The Enemy Within, starring one of my favorite uh, actors of all time, Mo Chess. This is a show. And uh, what's her name from Dexter? Yeah, the sister from Dexter. I don't remember her name She's either. She's thin. She is she quite skinny. De- she was also Deb. Deb, right? Debbie? Yeah, Deb. Yeah, and she Deb in this show too, or Deborah, Debbie? Maybe. I don't remember the lady's chick's name. Uh, so yeah, she basically plays a um, CIA operative who is forced to give up uh, the names of some folks in the CIA to save her daughter. Uh, this is all kind of like exposition pretty early on in the episode. Um, but basically because of that, she's in jail. It's like a traitor to her country. Everyone fucking hates her. The exposition now about the, the daughter FBI stuff is must, at the end. Um, whatever. Anyways. No, because it's like one of my weird, and I'm sure I'm going to be called nitpicking here, but... It's one of my weird issues that I Why have with this show. Why are you fucking nitpicking, Josh? I don't think it's a good show. Why do you have issues? Um, I think it's a pretty solid show. I think that it takes itself way the fuck too seriously. It does. When he put on those sunglasses in that opening scene, after he had told her she was being arrested, and like paused for the sunglass break, and then was like, get her out of here. Hasn't been done that well since uh, CSI Miami, sir. Um, does nobody in the FBI... The NSA, the CIA, Secret Service, anybody who's in CBA, any sort of branch of government, WWE. vet any information? How did they find out she's a traitor? And in that course of evidence that they didn't have, when did they find out that she was basically coerced to save her daughter? Because apparently it's a big they deal. They literally say in the like all that exposition at the end that she basically didn't tell anybody. Right, but how did the trail come to her then? Because if all that happened is she got a phone call from the terrorists. I'm sure when she watched more of this, we are talking way more about this than needed. It is a procedural. They needed to move the storyline along somehow. That's how they did it. Also, that just has it has nothing to do with logic. They never do. I I'm just saying it was like a weird thing to me. I also did soft keep for me. Did not like the show. It was intriguing, but no, it's a cut for me too. It's Mo Chess isn't doing it for me. He always like when he me. when he flipped that chair. That it was God. He should have hit it with like an old rotary phone because he phoned it in hard. Oh, nailed it! I know it. I like that joke. That reference it. was like good. Me and Tilda. Oh man, nobody wants to yeah. think of that. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, and that's it for Keeper Cut. It's obviously the time of year where there's not a ton of premieres. Mm-hmm. It's actually, I feel like more premieres per show lately than there has been in a long time see i think it's less because um last year there was a shit ton of cancels and there was a bunch of back-ordered series that were that's fair called. i guess They're like shit we got to do something <clears throat> yeah well they all they've always got at least 10 yeah, no, insert yeah. midnight texas yeah midnight texas i prefer not may, to. may it rest in peace <laughs> unless i really need it to it is shit. indeed speaking of canceled <laughs> shows um all right like uh, let's go on to some finished shows not a ton here um did we talk umbrella academy last nope. week not I, finished. I finished Umbrella Academy. Chuck finished Umbrella Academy. I'm about to finish my second and third run of that show because Trey wants to watch it and Kristen wants to watch it. All right. And I've already watched it. I watched it with uh, Lane and Brittany gave up. Um, I plan on watching it. Do you? Man, you there's some... step out because we're about to ruin the fuck out of the end of the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, full yeah. spoiler. Oh, yeah. I mean, Are you going to full not... spoil We've talked Titans about everything well? but oh, the spoilers. Yeah. 
So what? I should stay out for two shows then? Yeah. Because I'm What's loving ti- Titans. Oh, yeah, I thought I we talked well. about it last week. That's why I didn't In like- that case, let's talk about Russian Doll first. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't have anything to contribute to that. I didn't know it was a... Like, I saw it on there, and I, I've heard people talking it? about it. I don't care. Okay. I, and it's probably a show, even if you knew... You should. It is really good. People it's people really like great. it. Really, really good. Um, yeah, so Russian Doll. We talked about it a little bit last week. Um, it is uh, essentially uh, very adult, very... Uh, is this Natasha Leone? Much darker it is. Yes. Um, but uh, Groundhog Day, where she's repeating herself. What you find out uh, after the first episode, though, is that she is not the only one. Well, it's like episode three? Yeah. Three or four. Revenge of the like Sith, yeah. But it is uh, very interesting. She's like, dude, because they're falling in an elevator. Everybody's freaking out because they're about to die. And she looks at this one guy who's not. She's like, aren't you worried you're about to die? He's like, eh, I die all the time. What? Yeah. End of the episode. Start of the like, next. Oh, shit. The same fucking song I am, in, the, in front of the dun, same mirror. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> time to get up, time to get out. <laughs> uh, that so song awesome. gets stuck in your head, yeah. So, I hated it at first, but then I was like, oh, I gotta have that song. In, yeah. in all honesty, like that concept doesn't grow tired to anybody. No. no. Like, so here's, because you have two episodes where it's just her, right? Mm-hmm. And she's, it's just her trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. But she dies a, dying pretty a bunch. dark, funny ways. Yeah, she does. It's Did you laugh when she, like, one flipped time over she the flipped thing. into the, uh, well, she flipped into the um, the ele- the street elevator or whatever, yeah. fr- and then the next day she did it the, the, the other way. Side. And then God, she's like so constantly terrified of those things for the rest of the series. <laughs> yeah. Ed stares. Yeah, I want I, w- I want to clarify my question. I didn't mean like within this show specifically. Like I, I mean like it's something that we're getting a whole lot of lately, and it's like only increasing in frequency. I feel like what else is doing that? The Groundhog Day thing. Yeah. Um, of uh, lived I repeat. Edge of Tomorrow did it. Sure. Um, that was like four years ago. It was 2014, so longer. Um, but I mean, what I'm saying is okay, it's increasing in frequency. There was another one that just started, that was just doing it. I can't fucking remember. So this is original in that, again, it starts out like. I'm not saying you're wrong or not. Thing. I'm just, I'm wondering if people are turning on it at so, all. So, but when she meets this guy, the same thing's happening to him. And it's basically them oh, two. Death, happy Death Day. They are basically. That is true. They're basically dying and then going to meet each other and trying to figure out, like, essentially their theory early on is that they're just trying, they need to be better people and help more people and all that shit. What the fuck was that? Super subtle is what it was. I right. did not Subtlety think it was. in a can. I did not think it was that pressured. Um, anyway, um, all, it all basically leads to the end of the, the series, again, spoilers for Russian Doll, um, the end of the show or the end of the, the season Basically, they do figure it out. When they die, they come back. Everything's back to seemingly back to normal. They both have the memories of all these previous deaths. But when they go to meet each other, they're in essentially like parallel universes. Yeah, for where the uh, the dude like the version of him that remembers all the deaths is in a world with the girl who essentially and I forget the names of the characters now, but. Eventually, essentially has never experienced any of it. So they and each have, versa. like, virgin versions of the other. More or but less. That happens at the end of the show, though. That's not what happens in episode three through, like, five or six. That no, no they, they spend the rest of the show, like, working together. They Essentially, they, yeah. they, essentially the, the karma or the universe or whatever you want to call it splits them apart, and their counterparts don't know the existence of the other. They're not experiencing these multiple deaths. And so they figure out, 
totally separate from each other, which was a really cool concept yeah. that they needed to work with this person and make them understand. Uh, and it was it was really neat. Like um, the acting is superb in the show, but the writing is genius. Yeah. Uh, Natasha Leone uh, writes, directs, produces. She does all of that stuff, and it man, it works so well. It's a great show. IGN gave it a ten. I wouldn't give it that high, uh, but it's it's one of my favorite sitcoms of the year. Well, dark humor, I guess. I but say, is it really a sitcom? It didn't seem like it. It's not so much a sitcom, but it is a comedy. Is it yeah. a half hour? Is it an yeah. hour? It's a half hour. Eight oh, episodes. okay. I thought it was. Nope. I watched oh. it in a day. Okay. Yeah, I watched it in two. I'll cities. probably watch this then. Well, I watched the, you should watch the first anyway, episode, and then I watched the other seven in one sitting. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a very good show and definitely worth checking out. And even with all that we said, I still feel like it would be like an entertaining and enjoyable thing to yeah, watch. Yeah, we haven't we have a lot of details you're not, yeah. Gotcha. Is it time for me to step out? Uh, it is. I think the only two other things we're talking about are, oh, well, besides movies, the only two TV shows are yeah. I got I got movies to talk about. Titans so. and uh, and Umbrella Academy. So yeah, get the fuck. I'm out. gonna go. Uh, I'm through the reveal of Jason Todd, and I fucking love everything about that show. I should have never doubted it in any way. Uh, Titans is amazing. I've only been talking about it for like two months. I definitely feel better about not listening to Chuck about it though. That's good. Go get out. You know what? No, fuck Hurry. it. Let's spoil the shit out of it right now. You don't want me running through here. Dick, Dick Robin Grace dies. I'm getting fucked by too many dudes. Yeah, there's same, at least three of them. Same way Chuck's going to go out one day. Um, Umbrella Academy. Oh, my God. White violins, man. Fucking okay. people up. So I want to preface this by saying that I was incredibly disappointed in the show at first. Because... Spoilers for Umbrella Academy. Yes, because I felt that I was supposed to be watching a superhero show with action, use of powers, effects, all that kind of stuff. I went into it with the wrong frame of mind. If you go into an Umbrella Academy thinking it's going to be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Arrow or some cheesy schlock fest like yeah. that, don't watch the show. Uh, what it is, and it's very to me it's very similar like uh, to another Netflix original that came out this year, well, this season, uh, The Haunting of Hill House, it is, which was a character drama that had ghosts in it. This right. is a character drama with superpowers. The way that the uh, characters interact with each other, the relationships, the progression of character, it's not a s typical superhero show. Uh, it just isn't. Don't go into it with that frame of mind. You need to go into it thinking exposition, mystery, intrigue, suspense. You know, Time uh, travel. Man. The time it, travel stuff is real good. So I went back. To the very first episode, I went through episode five. I talked to Evan a little bit and told him how disappointed I was. He, because he had already finished at that point. So I, I said, okay, I'll give it another sh chance. Maybe I just want to write for him. Mind. I went back to episode one, and this is a top ten lock for me. Like I yeah. can't, I can't see it leaving <laughs> at this point. Now. All right. Um, the characters are so good and well developed. You feel like you like, like an intimate knowing of almost all of them. Yeah, uh, the acting is really good. Uh, that kid that plays number five is fucking great. It's still crazy to me that the thing he did right before this—I mean, up until like a few months before this dropped—was a Disney Channel show. That's amazing. We played one of uh, four like quadruplets. <laughs> He's got range. 
He does. <laughs> um, he did not say a lot of fucks in that show, it turns out. Um, or act like a 50-year-old man. Yeah, that's correct. Or murder people. Um, there might have been one episode. Anyway, <laughs> um, Lane really liked, was into that show he was on for a little bit. But anyway, um, yeah, man. And now it's the character development, like the... Um, the amount of layers that are like involved with everyone's relationship to everyone else and like how all those different relationships work in conjunction with each other mm-hmm. is very, very well like laid out through the course of the 10 episodes, which is impressive in and of itself. Like they only had 10 hours to do all that. Yeah. And more than most shows do with 22 to 24 hours uh, to accomplish the same thing. Um, and then you do get, uh, like, if you're into it and you watch through the whole thing. The end. There's plenty of powers yeah. to go around. Yeah, you and get plenty of superhero action in the last two episodes. great. Man. Dude, the theater scene was one of my favorite. Okay, so the Umbrella Academy. It's essentially um, these uh, estranged uh, brothers and sisters who are adopted by this eccentric billionaire because they were all born on the same day at the same time randomly. Like what the one girl gets ki- like kisses some deal and she drops into a swimming pool, comes out pregnant and giving birth. Yeah. Uh, so all that happens all, all over the world. There's births. like 40 something of them. 49. He manages to buy seven, uh, six of which have powers. Um, and he trains them and grooms them to be a superhero team. Yeah. Uh, they all have powers except for the one. Um, and, uh, let's see, Luther's got super strength. Uh, number two is Diego. He can like control knives in mid flight. Uh, yeah. He's real good at throwing knives basically. Yeah. Well, he can, he can, he can bend. The, yeah. 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 Uh, like to a superhuman ability. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number three is, uh, oh, what's I don't remember the, the numbers, but number it's the girl, Allison, Allison. Yeah. She is rumor. She says, I hear a rumor and she can like control your mind with yeah. by saying that. whatever she says after. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor, basically. Uh, Klaus happens. can commune with the dead. And number five can time travel. And Ben has a, a kraken inside of his chest. Who He is the sixth person. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Vanya is number seven. He doesn't have any powers. Well, come to find out 15, 16 years later, number five's gone. Ben is dead. And they've all separated except for Luther, who is stuck on the moon for some reason and is right. massive. Uh, the dad dies. They all come back together again. Luther suspects foul play, and a semi-mystery happens. Uh, Five comes back from the future, and shenanigans ensues, uh, including, spoiler alert, of course, Vanya, again, really, for real, spoilers, uh, has powers. <laughs> Uh, she can essentially, she's the dark Phoenix more or less. Yeah. Uh, her emotions get the better of her and she can fuck shit up. Let's just um, put it that way. She does have to have noise, some sort of noise technically to like channel into power. But at one point she uses her own heartbeat, um, to draw on like that noise. So obviously it doesn't have to have, doesn't have to be any sort of loud noise, literally anything. Um, but yeah, that. I like the idea that several characters in the show, um, as they progress, figure out how to unlock kind of a new layer of their power. So, like number like number five, uh, initially can just teleport, mm-hmm. and then eventually figures out that he can teleport hard enough, for lack of a better term, time. to to time travel. Yeah, and then uh, Klaus at one point obviously can talk to the dead but realizes towards the end of the show that he can actually 
manifest the dead in physical form in current... seriously fuck shit up. And then yeah, dude, did you fucking like... bring Ben back to murder dude, people? I almost came out of my skin. I was so excited for that. It was he really stood cool. up and his hands were blue, and I'm like, oh shit, it's happening, it's happening. Um, and then that part was gory. Was tech... Lane okay with that? Like the dudes get ripped in half yeah, and he's... stabbed through the face. Yeah, he's fine. Um, I've enjoy that well. therapy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't, didn't bother him at all. Uh, he slept like a baby. But anyway, um, <laughs> no. And even, um, I mean, technically, um, what's his face? Number one, Luther. Luther, like, obviously getting much bigger and stronger as. So the serum had parts of Pogo in it, right? So he's a monkey man. Is, I assume so. Yeah. Because even his sure? even his hands kind of looked like they were like yeah. monkey paws. Um, but Diego obviously hasn't really evolved yet, and mm-hmm. Allison hasn't. But I'd be, I'm curious. I think Allison could easily like expand past having to say even to, like straight telepathy or telekinesis. Apparently, from what Evan says, because he's read a lot of the, uh, some of the books to kind of get used to the show or whatever, she can manipulate matter and telekinesis and all that kind of stuff. That makes total sense because obviously Vanya's e- even just going from like when she was a little girl before. Like she was basically given pills to like suppress her powers, right, right, um, and she, rumored into thinking she never had powers, right. But she basically, um, you know, could like break glasses and stuff, compared to what she does at the end of the episode where she's like, she blows up the fucking moon. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> uh, well, not the whole moon, just a big chunk of it, which then crashes into the earth. Creating an apocalypse. If you blow a big chunk of the moon, you blew up the fucking moon, okay? And then they all travel back in time. Cliffhanger. And as soon as they disappear from the current timeline, yeah, credits roll on the season finale. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. What a show, man. Got a season two. Man, so it was good. awesome. The last three episodes are fucking great, actually. Because that's when like she gets real mad at Allison and cuts her throat so she can't yeah. remember. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I thought they just straight up killed Allison. I did not think they were going to bring her back. I don't think anybody's going to die except for Ben. Maybe Klaus, but Klaus would like bring himself back. That dude could be ultra powerful, man. He's prob. Oh, we didn't even talk about the uh, the time traveling mercenary hitmen that were after him, Mary J. Blige and that other dude who is yeah one of my favorite. <laughs> when they're like shooting up the department store to uh, uh, "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen, uh, he just like looks over and he's been complaining about his wrist hurting. He says. Oh, elastic wrist guards. Yes. <laughs> it's so good, man. Uh, yeah, no, I and love his that dude. Character, his character arc was awesome. He might have grown more than anybody in the entire show because he gave up pretty much everything uh, for the uh, donut shop lady. And th- yeah. he knew that they were going to get destroyed. Now, Mary J. Blige's character got destroyed, but they time traveled. Did you see that? Yeah. Hazel and the donut shop lady time traveled. I did not see that. They blinked. She did not. She was on the phone and she got ate up by fire. They kissed each other right before the fire came, yeah. and then the blue went whoop, and then they were gone mm. right before it hit. All right, yeah. So I'm they're really alive. Ex- I don't think Mary J. Blige is, or at least to a certain extent, but he is. I'm excited. I hope it's like typical Netflix where there's like two seasons every, you know, ten months. Or if they do the Voltron, it's a season every three months. <laughs> if only. I think it'll be every year. Who knows? We'll see. Um, at this point, I'm just glad it's it's coming at some point. Um, all right. And then let's talk Titans for a minute. Yeah, um, Titans. 
finally finish this. Hey, explain. I'm like Umbrella Academy where I remember most of it. Yeah. Um, explain the last fucking episode of Titans to me. You talking about the Batman episode? Yeah. Okay, so I was really confused. Exposition, real quick. Titans is essentially uh, the DC Universe app's flagship show. Tried to get a bunch of people on. It was the first one they uh, produced. Weekly content. It is the story of the four main um, Teen Titans: uh, the Dick Grayson, Robin, Starfire, Beast Boy, Raven. Uh, they bring in a uh, Hawk and Dove a little bit. And also, you're Jason right on Todd. that episode, by the way, dude. It's real good. <laughs> it's real good. <laughs> uh, Hawk and Dove, man, they're awesome. Their relationship is awesome. Mika Kelly is so hot. That is correct. Uh, she gets all the naked. Yes, she does. Oh my god, I was real happy about that. That is. Anyway, uh, yeah, this show like pulls no punches. There is a lot of swear words. Uh, Robin straight up like disfigures people in like the first couple of episodes yeah and that's um, something he kind of like deals with throughout the season is yeah he's trying to talk he went back, a little too far like real hard and then he sees jason todd like cripple people yeah dude that guy they cast him real well too. yeah they did the casting in the show is great like when we first saw this like the black girl looked a little weird but she looked super old she's perfect as starfire i yep. think uh raven is good beast boy they outside of some iffy special effects uh, when they get more money, I'm sure it'll be good yeah. or better. Uh, he was great. I love that character. Robin was uh, – Kelly Thwaites was perfect. <laughs> With a um, name like that, how could you lose? Hawk and Dove were great. The Doom Patrol makes an appearance in like episode three or four, four. and it's fucking wonderful. It is. Uh, you get to see – you get introduced to the DC uh, villain team, the Nuclear Family, which is amazing. It's like, uh, yeah. It's like, hey there, sport. You better finish up that breakfast. It's like, oh, swear jar, dad. You got me. And then they're just like... (laughs) And then they fucking murder everyone. (laughs) It's amazing. It's really good. Um, That's an actual villain team, by the way. Um, In the DC DC Yeah, you were talking about that last week. That's... Anyway, so the last episode is essentially uh, Triton, or excuse me, Trigon, who is Raven's father. uh, He essentially tricks her uh, through her mom into bringing him back to the material plane Via the dude from Castle, the Irish cop. Yeah, guy. yeah, and that's because um, she can't bring somebody back from the dead. I forget. Right, it was Beast Boy. He was Beast dying. Boy. That's right. Um, so, with that, that being said, there was some sort of barrier that Trigon was protecting against uh, superpowered people, so Robin couldn't get in. Uh, uh, Donna Troy's in this. She or Robin got in. Right. Donna Troy and Starfire were left outside. What happened was. Trigon used Robin to make essentially another Raven, but a Robin Raven. Uh, so he, the way he tricked him, it was to uh, the entire last episode was Robin trying to stop Batman, who had gone on a murder spree, which was amazing and terrifying at the same time. Batman is a murder machine. He like took out that SWAT team like yeah, he did. like it was nothing, and then Robin to stop Batman kills Batman. And by doing so, fully lets Trigon take him over. It was a breaking point in his resolve. It just almost felt like they like jumped time a little bit. Like, nope. Robin was with like Dove. That was all in his. All of that was Trigon fucking with Robin. Okay, all of it. I must that have entire, missed like one key scene from the entire I just spent start. That whole of that, goddamn episode happens, being like, what is happening? It happens at the end of episode whatever the, the one before that was. Ten. 
uh, where he like goes through that little shield and they can't go through. That's when his okay. quote unquote fever dream starts. I just need to watch the last. So when he again. is with uh, Dawn and they have a family, right. uh, and you know, uh, hey, you got to go. Uh, you know, Jason Todd's in a wheelchair. Right. Like, all of that is an alternate reality where Trigon was trying to break Dick Grayson's resolve and make him a a, a new Raven. Okay. So that's why at the very end of it, after he kills Batman, it zooms out and you see like the black like rain stuff around his eyes. eyes. Okay. So that's where the next season is going to take off. He's going to have to break out of that whole Raven funk, and they're going to have to deal with Trigon. And as Evan is wont to say, Trigon going to Trigon. Uh, that checks out. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, that show's good. It's it's a lot better than most of us thought it was going to be. I it liked is. the trailer. Most of everybody else that I know hated it because of the whole fuck Batman controversy. It winds up being like, Tonally, the fuck Batman just fits with the rest yeah, of that show. It does, but um, it's just it's just solid. Like, there's not a whole lot to dislike about that show. And with that, uh, Young Justice Outsiders and Doom Patrol. I'm trying to get, we're trying solid. to get to Young Justice first, but Woo. I'm eventually going to get to Outsiders. Um, all right, let's move on to some movies. Um. First up, uh, I did see uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, yeah? Josh. The Hidden World. Say what? So did Josh. Uh, apparently, Josh did. I said it earlier Josh tonight said. saying I don't know if I put it on the uh, document or not, but I saw it. Okay. Well, uh, that movie exists. And it's great. Um, I want to just go ahead and say it's the best of the three. It's still kind of boring. Um, I don't understand it, but you're, you're for that, that I movie series is so I, I, weird. I play up the the hate a little bit because it annoys Josh. I don't hate any of those movies. I just like have never connected with the characters. I the dragons are all kind of dumb looking. Like Man. it just does. There's like no charm to that movie. To me, it's me. the most like it's super charming. It's the most charming and like heart filled of like all of the animated series, in my opinion. I connect you mean, with like, it. Toy Story. I connect more with it. Filled than Toy Story. I don't that's, like Toy Story two or three. That's oh ridiculous. God. That's pr- forget every, the last part of what he said. Everything else is pretty accurate. All right. Anyway, say your piece. The yeah, movie I, was all right. Um, I actually did get a little teary eyed toward the end of this movie. Um, they do a very good job over the course of three movies. I think more than most animated movies of creating an arc um, between sequels. In my opinion, like more than any of the other series that are out there where they're kind of individualized stories, to me, this builds on character throughout. This references things from first movie to last. Um, it does a very good job of creating emotional impact to everything that's going on. Um, I had a, a genuine fear for um, a lot of mostly the dragons, um, but some of the characters as well. I think they did a good job of putting them in peril. And there's a very strong emotional payoff. That last scene to me was incredible um i almost could understand that feeling it was boring to an extent in the middle of it um it had a little bit of a drag for me this is not the best of the three dragon um yeah the dragon drag um but for me the payoff was so good like the final battle sequence everything that's going on like i i thought like it's also some of the prettiest animation out there like it's the the like dragon world was really cool looking the villain was pretty solid this time around um he they didn't have, control dragons by going ah ah 
No. No, he did. Oh, really? No. That was the second no, one. Just, that, that was the second How to Train Your Dragon. Was um, there it is. There it is. Um, they have Symmetrical. mastered CG uh, animated stubble. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give them that. A feather in the cap. That's a resume bullet right yeah, there, buddy. Yeah, I'm just saying. Whoever is the, the stubble guy should probably get more work. It's going to be on his LinkedIn profile. Worked on How to Train Your Dragon 3, but only the stubble. Yeah, no, that's the... No, that, it would be Stubble Master, the clear, How to Train Your Dragon 3. <laughs> the clear winner there. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it definitely had some good stuff. It was, it's not a bad movie. Um, he's he's going to open a company called Stubble Trouble. I mean, one could only hope. For when you're in need of help with the stubble. Uh, I will say that the, the two twins that ride like the two-headed dragon... Yeah, or maybe the two worst things that have ever happened to film. They're just rough nut and tough God nut. God, fucking awful. Uh, every time they're on screen, I just want to fucking leave the theater. Whatever, you're just That's jealous. One of them, T.J. Miller. No, but man, does it sound like it? It might have. It used previously to be. been. Oh, it's definitely not anymore. Yeah, but the guy's um, spot fucking on. Yeah, you're also just jealous of his totally real and manly beard. Oh, that God, that joke. How many times? Like, more, not enough, well? in my opinion. It was funny every time. Yeah, the seven times they made that one fucking joke. It was funny. About his beard. I'm sorry you hate beard. Joy. Go back to your dumb hippie bullshit. No, he likes Joy. He liked uh, Inside Out. Yeah. Inside Out's a solid like a flick. human. Uh, also, that movie about the uh, vacuum cleaner lady. <laughs> Fuck you, that movie. <laughs> that movie was all right. It was slightly better than How to Train Your Dragon 3. Justin Ruppel. That's not T.J. It's not, but he sounds just fucking like him. It's uncanny. He's also possibly... The guy who does the stubble. Um, Josh, did you watch another movie or something? Uh, what else <laughs> is listed there? Um, no, you tell us. The Breaker Uppers. Nope. And Fighting With My Family. Nope. Okay. That's the only other two listed here besides the one I know you didn't watch that I'm about to talk about. Uh, I thought it? you were going to wait for the second half to be done for you to talk about that. Uh, we can wait. If, is someone else going to watch Leaving, Never, Leaving Neverland? I will me? go to no. my grave having not. That's unfortunate. You should watch it. I've actually listened to a podcast today where there were some people who feel somewhat like you do. Uh, maybe not quite as strongly because you, but um, they still. I also don't want graphic details. Whether or not I believe or don't believe, okay. I don't want to listen to those kinds of graphic details. Not a thing that I'm interested in. Yeah. I don't like serial killer tape shows or anything like that. Okay. Like, that's just not my personal style. Um, I won't say much about it, especially if if we're gonna end up talking about it later. Maybe when I know Evan's watching it. Um, regardless, it's very interesting. It is very graphic. Like, Oof. nope, I'm out. Very graphic. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, it's it's the actual people who are alleging that these things happened saying it. So it's not as bad as if it was. I feel I feel like they're kind of um gentle. Seems like a gross word to use in this situation but regardless it just doesn't seem as harsh coming from them um but man just the like the weirdest part about this documentary is the parents of both boys the moms in particular they like laugh a lot and they're like hey like uh you know like i just didn't like i didn't think anything of it and i get why in the 80s and 90s like Times were different. I can totally get why they wouldn't put two and two together. They didn't have cell phones. The kid couldn't like text and be like, hey, sh weird shit's happening. Come back and get me. Um, I mean, obviously, Michael Jackson was like the most famous fucking person on earth. 
So they were just excited to be hanging out with him. But man, like, and I don't, maybe it's just like they don't know how to else to like fucking talk about it. But it makes for a weird situation when they're like laughing about some of this stuff in like a way that's like, you're not really sure what to do with it. I mean, I'll go on record and saying whether I do or don't believe the story, they're bad parents. Like, I'm sorry. I, I to me for what they for letting their kids they're be, negligent parents. No. Yes. If if you if you like if you watch the documentary, that is the farthest from what they are. Like, I mean, again, these are like this is like a kid who was doing commercials, happened to do a Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson, like basically became like a kid who like would go on tour with him. Like the parents and grandparents were like always involved, like always there. And then like, it's a situation where they get flown out to Neverland ranch and then want to go on, uh, have like a trip plan to rent an RV and go to the grand Canyon. And basically like Michael talks or the kid and Michael talk them into like letting the kids stay behind. Like he's a fucking gigantic famous celebrity. He's clearly like helping this kid's career making him like also famous like the idea of like him getting to hang out in the ranch with them for a few days while they go on a trip to the grand canyon is not negligent parenting in any way shape or form like this is it is very very clear it's made very very clear in the documentary that like this is not this is a situation where i don't think i would i'm telling you right now i don't think i would have thought anything was odd up front now I'm only an hour in, so maybe shit gets even weirder, and they don't, and they still don't stop it. I don't know, but where we're at in the documentary, they wouldn't—they're not doing anything negligent. Even they're not even in the same ballpark as negligent. Teach there. I don't like. I said. I mean, I've got feelings about it. I've always had feelings about the particular accusations. Um, and I'm not obviously. There's no the 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 thing that's been said of this documentary is it's pretty one sided. There's obviously nobody. There's nobody to refute, and I understand that. Yes, they would probably just say it didn't happen. The guy who could refute it, is dead, yeah, unfortunately. So. Um, I know that his estate is suing them for millions of dollars, suing HBO. The, to me, the estate um, has as much of a stake in it as the kids do in terms I agree. of money. I'm so. not saying that's a, that's a admission of guilt or evidence against guilt or anything like that. I'm just saying, um, it being an HBO documentary also to me gives it a little bit of weight. I don't know. I, to me, documentaries are meant to they're meant to tell an impartial telling of the story, and I don't I haven't watched it, so I cannot pass judgment fully, but I don't see how no representation for what could have happened on the other side of things, or um, this coming up now, almost a decade after his death, and without any refutation or the ability to refute um, I mean, they didn't talk to with R. Kelly. We didn't have a problem with it, but from my understanding, well, there were tapes. There were like physical evidence tapes about it. There's a there's a big difference between conjecture and I'm again. I am not saying he is 100 percent innocent. I am definitely not saying that. I am simply saying there is still the ability to reach out to the other kids who have said, including Macaulay Culkin, who have said nothing ever happened. There's the ability to reach out. Also said that. Right, so if they're willing to go on record and say their story, then is there not the opportunity for somebody else to? And why is that? Like, why are they well, not they reached were, out to and things like that? Like, it's, I, I, I just kids basically said no. My understanding is it was in the wake of a trial where some other kids were saying it did happen, 
and they were basically not at the time they were younger and kind of not willing to again go I'm not trying to take up for a child molester in any way I'm just simply saying um for me to be willing to engage in that I would feel better if there was at least some attempt to show I would, to reach out to the other side because again it is all still conjecture I would be curious if they reached out and from my understanding, from what I've read, they did not, but I don't know 100%. Gotcha. I, and I, haven't I, I have seen too. the claim out there that they did not. Um, either way, it's definitely interesting. It's it's pretty graphic, like I said. Just be prepared for that if you are going to watch it. But um, I don't know. I think it's worth watching. Um, I would be curious. I mean, I would be happy to watch a documentary spin on the other side of it, too. But Like both of the uh, Fire Festival? Documentary? Uh, I do, I do want to the, watch those. The Fire Festival ones, from my understanding, are spinning the same story, just with different flair. That's in, that's incredibly inaccurate, because the one on Hulu was sponsored by, partially sponsored by the people who ran the festival. Yeah, and they definitely tried to make it seem like it was less skeezy, but still skeezy, from from what I've heard. I don't know. Is that I the Hulu watch, one you said? I want to watch yeah. them okay. both. I've heard the Netflix one is the one to watch, but... It's, See, I've actually heard to get the opposite. The, to get the full story, you need to watch both, but the Netflix one's the one that's more accurate. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, leaving Neverland. Um, may talk about it again once Evan's back or something, or if something crazy happens at the award show, and then it'll never be mentioned again. But um, yeah, but I enjoyed what I watched of it. Okay. Enjoyed's maybe the right wrong word. I found it very interesting. Gross. Uh, and that's the show monster. for this week. Fucking monster! Yay, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, barely, but we did it. Right. Um, Ended on a positive note, too. Yeah. Um, Stay tuned next week for some video games. I actually played several. I have like four or five video games. Spyro 2, Spyro 3, Spyro Game Boy Advance. Guys, our video game show's been canceled. Cool. Finally. Jesus. About time. I'll take over. Anyway, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah. for listening to free for all your source for all things geek we just wrapped up another episode but we're not done stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and rate and review us too that's the best way for new folks to find our show you can also find us on the google play store stitcher or your favorite podcasting app don't forget that you can now subscribe to our youtube channel to watch the show as we record and you can catch our live streams on the free for all facebook page Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Now it's starting to get hard.